Welcome to the Viewmasters, Batman Brave and the Bold, Episode 50, Battle of the Superheroes. My name is Joe. My name is Eric. Hello. Hello. How are you, sir? I am okay. Okay. Yep. (laughs) Possibly elevated by this episode that we just watched. Uh, Yeah. 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 It was pretty great. Yes, it was. Yeah. The end. Yeah, the end's the shortest podcast yet. Ah, <laughs> uh, so let's get into it. I guess so. Okay, because I don't remember the cold open. How could you not? It was spectacular. Uh, now I remember it. <laughs> <laughs> the cold open uh, brings us another look at uh, the Batman and Robin's case files. Yep. So it's a it's a flashback to uh to Batman without the yellow oval and a young lad Robin. Yep. Uh it's pretty fantastic. It's great. I I apologize for not remembering it initially. It happens. Yeah. Yeah, so this one uh this one is titled The Mummy Batman. <laughs> uh it's pretty fantastic. Yeah. So uh our villain in in the cold open is, uh, I think we've seen, like, a glimpse of him at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but he is primarily a Batman 66 villain. Yeah. Known as King Tut. Yeah. Victor Buono. I love him. He's great. He's one of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, never was until, uh, we started rewatching, mm-hmm. uh, Batman 66, uh, when the, the set came out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's pretty fantastic. <laughs> I enjoy a King Tut episode. I know the, the first episodes of that show that I ever saw were a King Tut two-parter. Really? It was actually, it was the one with, uh, um, shit, what's that guy's name? The, the guy who was the apothecary in oh, the episode. Oh, Sid Haig. Yes, it was the one with Sid Haig. Yes. Uh, the, and, uh, the Abu Rabu Simbu 2 mind control. Um, yeah, just made a huge impression on me, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, so yeah, I've always liked, I, I liked him, uh, as a kid for a different reason than I like him now, oh. I think. Cause, like, as a, as a kid, I just thought, you know, that's, that's cool. Alright, he's got sure. a, he's got a neat, neat gag or whatever. Right. But now, like, yeah, Victor Buono just, is having a hell of a time oh, yeah. in any of those episodes. Yep. Uh, it, it is weird. Uh, has he ever been brought into the comics? Yes. Okay. There was, there was a uh, Batman Confidential storyline that, ah. that I believe King Tut was introduced in. Okay. I think he was completely different yeah. uh, from how he was on the TV show. Because I would argue to say that uh, Maxi Zeus is kind of a stand-in for the King Tut character yeah. sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. But I I know I prefer a a King Tut over a Maxi Zeus any day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so so King Tut is uh raised an army of zombies mm-hmm. uh to help him rob banks. Yeah. Well, totally as you do what you would do sure. with a zombie army. <laughs> uh and so yeah, so he's he's robbing a bank, he's he's turning people into zombies, and then they're they're carrying the money out to his uh, King Tut mobile. Mm-hmm. Uh, when uh, all of a sudden uh, Batman and Robin show up, yeah. But uh, 
they're dressed a little differently. A little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are, uh, they are dressed as mummies. Wrapped from head to toe in bandages. Yes, they are. But uh, not just any bandages. Not just any bandages. Specially treated bandages. Yes, we come to find out. When, uh, when King Tut turns his, uh, his zombie-making staff on Batman and Robin, uh, and the effects do not work. Yep. Uh, we learned that the zombie bandages, or the mummy bandages, I'm sorry, uh, are treated with buttermilk. Uh, of course, the only thing that can stop. Which is a fucking perfect callback <laughs> to the very same episode of Batman 66 that I referred to. Because Batman drinks six glasses of buttermilk to coat his insides. So that the Abu Rabu Simbu 2 does not work on him. <laughs> Abu Rabu Simbu 2, which is a mind control thing, basically turns you into a zombie. Yep. Jesus. This is perfect. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. It was, it was amazing. <laughs> it, it made me fall in love with this show all over again. <laughs> well, after last so Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you you kind of needed it. I was... I saw the episode title again, and ah. we talked about it briefly, and I was... I got pissed off all over again. <laughs> yeah, you did. So this, uh, this episode went a long way towards fixing that. <laughs> well, that's good. Uh, so after that, it's pretty much standard. Yeah. Know, fight, whatever, but... It's just a delight. Uh-huh. You know, down, down to the, the last second. Of yeah. It. yeah. Vicky Vale is there. Oh, that's right. So first, first appearance of Vicky Vale on the v- show, v- I believe. V- the Vicky, Vicky Vale. vale. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah. <sighs> Not Vicky Vale. Not Vicky Vale. No. R.I.P. Prince. Yeah. The guy who created the best Batman soundtrack that has ever existed. That's right. Sorry, Nelson Riddle. Aw. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it, Nelson Riddle's Batman soundtrack is not as, uh, not as listenable. No. As, uh, as Princess. No. It's fine. It is, it's good. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, listen to it on, on the occasion. Yeah. It's but got themes. Sure. It hangs together. Right? But, yeah, no, no, Prince, far superior. Yeah. Which really you could say just about any, any instance, probably. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Prince is far superior. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Vicky Vale happens to be on the scene, and she she captures a, an iconic photo of Batman and Robin dressed as mummies, shaking hands. <laughs> and she's there to witness Batman's one-liner. Uh, I think this case is all wrapped up. Yep. <laughs> it was... Possibly the most perfect cold open that they have done. It's pretty great. It's definitely up there. Yeah. yeah. But uh, the rest of the episode, yeah, is uh, entirely different. It's a grim, dark slog <laughs> through <laughs> the seedy underbelly of Metropolis. <laughs> That's right. We have finally found the inspiration for the. Hit movie? <laughs> sort of. Batman v Superman. Dawn of Justice. <laughs> we did. 
It is. There are so many parallels that mm-hmm. it is almost frightening. It's uncanny, X-Men, how <laughs> close this <laughs> is. You mean Avengers. Oh, you're right, Avengers. Avengers. Yeah, <laughs> Inhumans. How close <laughs> this is to the movie. It's it's kind of crazy. It is. The only difference is that it starts off with Batman and Superman as friends. Right? <laughs> So Superman's in this. Superman, yes, Superman finally yes, is in this. A full appearance. Mm-hmm. I think we've seen him once before from behind. Yes, yeah, we got a, got no a nice lines. ass shot of yep. Superman in the Justice League satellite. Yep. Uh, but yeah, this is all about the Superman with lines and everything. Yeah. And uh, where we're first introduced to him via our good pal and Superman's, mm-hmm. and Jimmy Olsen. Yeah. Who then immediately gets his head blown off. <laughs> That's what happens to Jimmy Olsen. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. It is. It's a, it's a fun Easter you know, egg. It's just a fun little cameo. Yeah. Let's have some fun with it, you know? So I know I know that uh, uh, in the R-rated cut of Batman v Superman... <laughs> we're going to talk a lot about Batman v yeah, Superman. I'm totally okay with that. I know that in the R-rated cut... Um, uh, Jenna Malone plays Barbara Gordon. Sure. Uh, and, uh, I wonder if Zack Snyder's idea of a fun Barbara Gordon cameo, uh, is one in which we see her get shot in the spine. Sure. I bet. Yeah. I can only imagine. Probably. Oh, man. So I guess, even though I thought it had happened, uh, weeks earlier, mm-hmm. I, I guess the, the trailer for the, uh, Killing Joke animated uh, adaptation came out today. Yeah. Uh, which I did not watch. Yeah. Uh, I watched it. Did you? Yeah. Uh, I have heard uh, mostly negative things about it. Yeah, it's the killing joke. Okay. <clears throat> the animation is poor. Sure. Well, because the thing about the killing joke is uh, the one redeemable factor of it is that Brian Boland is an amazing fucking artist. Yeah. And he has a style that is impossible to animate. Yeah. Impossible. Yeah. And and it's not even that it looks so much like his art or anything. Right. It's like they sort of tried a little sure. bit, but no, no, you just can't. You yeah. just can't. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, and I and I got into a little bit of a, a discussion online with with our friends uh, Kathleen Coyle and uh, Neil, uh, whose name I will not even attempt to pronounce. Yeah, I uh, Sobieski. Sure, Lilo Sobieski. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, what if they're related? Oh I'm gonna have to ask him. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure out uh, why she looks so much like Helen Hunt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but, uh. Neil sort of looks like Helen Hunt. No, yes. not really. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, from, like, you know, Mad About You days. Yeah, oh yeah. 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 Uh... <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's the only Helen Hunt I'm ever talking about. Of course. <laughs> yes. Yeah. In her prime, you could could be talking about the uh, the movie. Girls just want to have fun. I could I could be, but I would not be. Helen <laughs> Hunt in her prime. Yes, mad about you. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, we 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 kind of got into a discussion about uh, uh the Killing Joke, and uh, and how uh, mostly I find it uh, to be one of those things where it is a. A shocking and cutting a cutting edge uh, book 
uh, if you're 12, mm-hmm. or have never read a comic before, and your only knowledge of it is about superheroes is from the Batman 66 show. Yeah. 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 And that it is generally just pretty juvenile. And mostly just gross. Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting idea. Sure. The, the, I mean, the, the Joker's overall plan is an interesting idea. But yeah, the execution is gross. Right. Cause Alamore, or excuse me, the original writer. Yeah. Thank uh, you. Is gross. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who also is fairly juvenile and has not aged well. Mm hmm. Yeah. <laughs> You'd think that his wizard powers would have kept him young. Right? I guess not. not. They did not. But I, I, that is generally my opinion on most of his work. Yeah. Is that, man, when I was 13, that was awesome. But now I'm 37. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, uh, there was a lot of, uh, a lot of reaction online, on Twitter anyway, about that trailer. Yeah. From Gail Simone in particular. Uh, which makes sense. Sure. You know, she wrote Barbara Gordon for, oh, 15 years, yeah. something like that. Very long really time. Really long time. Yeah. So, so yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, just generally it seems like people are coming around yeah. on the killing joke. At oh. least the, the, <clears throat> the way that Barbara Gordon is treated in yes. the killing joke. Uh, I think it helps that, you know, that there is sort of a, a newfound love for Barbara Gordon mm-hmm. at the time. And, you know, I can imagine that, you know, she was just kind of a, a secondary character that didn't appear too often. But, yeah. but now she, I would say, is more beloved than ever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But but also, you know, uh, let's also not forget that this is uh, DC's first R-rated animated feature. Yeah. Really it's, excited yeah. about that, bro. Oh, sure. <laughs> Gonna watch it while I jerk it. Sure. Hopefully, hopefully there's the full scene that we didn't get to see in the comics of yeah. the Joker just raping Barbara. Yeah, let's see some titties. That's what we want. <laughs> some paralyzed Batgirl titties. <laughs> I feel gross yeah, just, just joking about it. Oh, no, yeah, it's awful. Because it is horrible. Yeah. Uh, so... DC has just yeah. got a, a great grasp over what makes their characters so great. Yeah. Yes. Well, and then there's this show. And then there's this show. Which absolutely has a grasp absolutely. of what makes its characters so great. Yep. Yeah. Love it. There, <laughs> I, I, I feel like there is not a scene of this episode that is not an homage to uh, a Silver Age comic right. or some other pre-existing comic. Uh, if there isn't, then it's few and far between. Yeah. Uh, e- even if, you know, because, I mean, I don't know all of them for sure, but but I even got just the feel of it from, mm-hmm. from certain scenes uh, and certain shots within it. Uh, man, this episode was so much fun. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, I... I, I, I have a... A fondness for Superman that, that, uh, like, I, I don't know that I, I know how to express properly. Yeah. Uh, but I just know that, that most of his, uh, uh, appearances in any media over the last 20 years have, have mostly just been wrong. <laughs> and so it, it is nice to, to see one that, that is closer to right than most. Yeah. Yeah. It is nice. I didn't really, 
I, I didn't really have my my come to Superman moment. Uh, I think until uh, after I read All Star Superman. Yeah. Like, that was what did it for me, what really showed me what Superman is and can be. I think, likewise for me, uh, at least pretty close to it. Like, I'm, you know, I, I think it's mostly just because that is, like, I think the perfect blueprint of what Superman is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the very first Richard Donner movie comes close in certain aspects. Yeah. Uh, particularly with Clark Kent. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause, I mean, uh, when Man of Steel came out, I saw that, I think, like, opening weekend, and then I saw it with a friend of mine who's never been a huge Superman fan, uh, and so when we left the theater, she was just like, yeah, I liked it, cause, you know, it's like a realistic Superman that, you know, just seems like how he would be, and so that, I think that may have sparked my whole, you know tirade that I still continue to have about <laughs> Superman <clears throat> to this day. Yeah. And part of it was just, you know, because in both movies, uh, Superman the movie and in Man of Steel, you know, Paul Kent dies and they both handle it so completely differently and, and, and one of them is so completely right mm-hmm. and the other one just is so completely wrong. Yeah. And, you know, so I was telling her, like, in that first movie, you know, Pa Kent dies, you know, just of a heart attack, and, and there's nothing that Clark can do to help him, because yeah. it's just one of those things that happens, where in Man of Steel, Pa Kent's just, you know, uh, just a cynical fuck. Yeah. Or just, you know, just, just more fearful about his son being dissected, I guess, than... Mm-hmm. Than him using his abilities to help people. Yeah. And, and, uh. To the point that he would sacrifice his life. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, I think I eventually swayed her to, to that point of view at least, but, but, uh, it, it was just upsetting. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> uh, and then, and then, and then Batman v Superman came out. <laughs> And said, hey, all those things that you just really didn't like about Man of Steel, double down. Yep. <laughs> the Flash villain who peels playing cards off of his body. Double down. <laughs> okay. Yep. I did not know that that was... Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was uh, introduced in the uh, the Flash Iron Heights one shot. Okay. I kind of vaguely remember that. Yeah. yeah. He's gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But he was in the show too, right? He was in, I don't remember if he was in Flash or Arrow, or maybe both. Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah, I think he was in Arrow. That's right, yeah. Played, played by, uh, the guy from Teen Wolf. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Nice. <laughs> Good to see Jason Bateman getting work. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Yeah. Enough about shitty, shitty superhero movies. Okay. Let's talk about this episode. Okay, then. Which is, uh, you know, fairly, fairly simple plot. Sure. I guess. Yeah. Superman is exposed to red kryptonite, uh, which turns him into, uh, a different person. <laughs> yep. That's <laughs> what happens. <laughs> the great part about that part. Okay, so, so. There's a part where uh, Jimmy and Lois are at the Daily Planet talking to Perry about it, and and Jimmy says something like, "Yeah, Superman's acting like a real dick," 
And Jimmy, er, and Lois interrupts and says, different person. <laughs> the best part about that is that moments before, I had thought, Superman is a dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, throughout this episode, I just kept thinking of, there is a website, I don't know if it's still around or not, mm-hmm. but it's called Super Dickery. Mm-hmm. Uh, featuring, uh, mostly Silver Age covers of Superman just being a real dick. Yeah. Uh, a lot of which is homage throughout this episode. Yeah. Uh, such as the time when Jimmy gives him a, uh, a birthday present, uh, of a smoking jacket that Superman just burns with his heat vision. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In that issue, I, I, that's one of my favorite comic covers. Of all time. It's pretty great. It's uh, Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen number 30. Uh, in that issue, Superman adopts Jimmy. And uh, and as to the cover, of course, is Superman burning the smoking jacket with his heat vision. Right. And Jimmy is saying something like, Choke! How could you do that, Dad? I mean, Superman? And Superman says something like, <laughs> Something along the lines of, This gift... Makes me ashamed to call you my son. Ah. <laughs> it's the greatest cover of all time. It's pretty fantastic. <laughs> uh, yeah, there are a lot of homages to stuff that is found on Super Dickery. Yeah. Um, and and uh, it, it is fantastic. Yeah. So, uh, Superman King of the World yeah. is yeah. another one. Uh, with, I believe that was a two-issue story. <laughs> but I only, I only remember the, the cover of the first one, which is the one where he's wearing the crown with yes. the S on it. I love that crown. That's so great. Yep. He's just Johnny on the spot with that crown. Yep. So yeah, so Superman is, uh, exposed to red kryptonite and he takes over Metropolis and becomes the king of Metropolis. <laughs> Uh, but before that, we get a lot of scenes of, uh, just Batman and Superman palling around and hanging yeah. out and fighting crime together. Yeah. Like good pals. Yeah. And, uh, that is nice to see. That is really nice to see. That is refreshing. Yeah. Yeah. The, the opening adventure, uh, so it opens with, uh, Jimmy trying to discover Superman's secret identity, yep. uh, by pretending that he's dying, which of course is not something that Superman would ever be able to fact check. <laughs> with his powers. <laughs> uh, but then Superman hears a silent alarm go off. Yep. And so he takes off for the Natural History Museum. I think so. I guess. Yeah. Uh, and Batman is there as well, uh, having tracked uh, some sort of criminal there. I don't yeah. know. Toy Man. No, Toy Man was not there. Not not in this scene. In the very beginning scene I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's uh, it's Lex Luthor. That's right. At the Natural History Museum. Yes. And he's got Lois. Yep. And he is escaping uh, in a purple and green version of the Supermobile. Yep. Which I did not realize until the fists came out and started fighting Superman. <laughs> it's awesome. It's great. And I'm talking the original Supermobile, not the Superpowers design right. with the battering ram. The superior design <laughs> of the Supermobile with the fists. This is pretty great. It's it's amazing. It's such a great vehicle. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's right. Uh, so Lex says, uh, kidnap Lois. Lois uh, 
manages to escape from the flying vehicle mm-hmm. uh, and uh, begins to plummet to her death as uh, she calls out for Superman's name. Uh, but but she is not rescued by a Superman. Uh, she is rescued by a Batman. Yeah. Which which uh, she does not enjoy as much. She's a little disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'd say that's arguable. It's, I mean, it's fine, but... Sure. I understand she has a preference. I guess so. (laughs) (laughs) I just realized that, uh, this, uh, the, the thing that links the cold open and the, the main story, because there's always sort of something. Sure. Uh, that's in common between the two, is a reporter girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Although I would say that Vicky Vale, not so prominent, uh, as a, a, a... girlfriend of Batman's. No, definitely not. More yeah. so in the in the movie. Yeah. And I guess in the comics of around that era. Oh, they, yeah. They brought her back in a big way. Yep. And then probably forgot her. Yep, pretty much. Yep. <laughs> I always like Vicky Vale. I got no problems with Probably because of the movie. Yeah. Kim Basinger is pretty. She's pretty. Yeah. yeah. I, just, I, I like uh, I like the character. Yeah. And investigative journalists. Are, are interesting characters, I think. She, she's uh, a far better character, in my opinion, anyway, uh, than Lois Lane is. Yeah. I, your, your dislike of Lois Lane is on record. Yes, yes it is. <laughs> uh, this episode did not do much for my opinion of that. Yeah. yeah. A little Silver Age Lois Lane, too, when she was at her absolute worst. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the, the scheming Lois Lane. Who will always try to trap Superman in some sort of uh, marriage uh, plot? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is dumb. It is dumb. Yeah, comics. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so they they uh, they stop Lex Luthor, uh, and then they have a few more adventures around Metropolis. Yep. Uh, and then uh, Lois and Jimmy receive uh, special gifts from Superman. Yep. Uh, Lois receives a nice, uh, red jeweled pendant. Uh, and Jimmy receives a, uh, a red jewel encrusted, uh, signal watch. Yeah. A new signal watch from Superman. Uh, so of course they wear those everywhere they go. Right? Well, why wouldn't you? Yeah. If I, if I receive a gift from Superman, I'm gonna wear that a lot. And, and, and 75% of the places that they go. Uh, are places that Superman is. Well, of course. Well, because they're obsessed. They are obsessed with Superman. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so Superman, uh, Superman and Batman, uh, is Batman there? I forget. Yeah. Yeah, Superman and Batman defeat the Toy Man. Yep. Uh, and. But, but not Funhouse. Not Funhouse. Not, not Funhouse. That was. No. A little disappointed in that. No, this is the actual Toy Man. Yeah. Uh, it should have been Moonhouse. Yeah. What are you going to do? Uh, you complain. <laughs> you? <laughs> I know. <laughs> so unlike me. <laughs> so out of character. <laughs> much uh, like Superman becomes. Much like Superman, he becomes a total different person. Uh, after defeating the Toy Man, uh, he, uh, of course, stops to talk to Lois and Jimmy. Yep. Uh, and is exposed to the red kryptonite, which turns him into an asshole. Yep. Uh, yeah. He, uh, he, he goes on a, a rant about how he's sick of these penny ante crooks wasting his time, and it's time to make an example of one of them. So he's gonna murder Toy Man. Yep. 
So this is the Superman we know and love. Yes. From the DC Murderverse. <laughs> yep. <laughs> As he prepares to incinerate Toy Man, uh, Batman swoops in and saves the day. Yep. Saves Toy Man, anyway. Yeah. And uh, Superman takes off. Yep. Like, I've had enough. Uh, and he proceeds to just be an asshole around town. He he manipulates weather, blowing in cloud cover and causing a storm. Yep, uh, ruining a day for beachgoers. The worst crime possible. What a dick. Yep. Uh, he also uh, takes a cat and sticks it in a tree, and then stands there and laughs. Uh, and then, of course, uh, you know, he, he is not very nice to, to Lois and Jimmy. No, no, he's not. Uh, yeah, he, he, that's when he, uh, uh the aforementioned, uh, smoking jacket incident occurs. Mm-hmm. Um, and with, uh, with Lois, he, uh, he's just out on the town with other women. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Presumably Lana Lang. I guess, yeah. Redhead. Redhead. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's where he makes reference to, uh, uh, serves you right, Lois, for all of your love schemes. Nope. <laughs> classic writing. I, I wish I had a woman who, who were committing love schemes against me. <laughs> oh, someday, buddy. I uh, know. <laughs> uh, I'm just so lonely. Yeah. Someday. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, so Batman, uh, Batman, uh, deduces after talking to Lois and Jimmy, uh, that, uh, he's been exposed to Red Kryptonite, that Superman's been exposed to Red Kryptonite. Yep. So he goes to the Fortress of Solitude to confront Superman. Yep. Uh, who, uh, who, who goes to the Fortress of Solitude, uh, to basically fuck with the Bottle City of Gandor. Uh huh. Yeah. That is a great scene. <laughs> He picks up the bottle city of Kandor and shakes it and says, Earthquake! <laughs> he's, he's like a, a frat boy with an ant farm. Yep. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So yeah, so he, he kicks uh, Batman out of the Fortress of Solitude. Mm-hmm. Uh, forces Batman to take Crypto, the Super Dog, with him. Yeah, because guess what, folks? Crypto, the Super Dog, is in this episode. This is the the actual team up of the episode is Batman and Crypto. Yep. Superman is the villain of this episode. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so Batman, uh, Batman takes Crypto back to the Batcave. I was really disappointed that Ace was not there right. to hang out with Crypto. I know, man. That, that was a missed opportunity. Definitely. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so he, you know, they, they, uh, they gotta stop Batman, they gotta stop Superman somehow. Yep. Uh, of course, Batman realizes that the, the red kryptonite will wear out in, uh, in about 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's just gotta, gotta keep bu- ba- Superman busy for a little while. Yeah. So he, he uh, just uh, goes for a full-out confrontation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, at this point, Superman has uh, unseated the mayor of Metropolis. Mayor Swan. Mayor Swan. And uh, and declared, declared himself, himself king, king yep. of Metropolis where, and the world. Where he is uh, accepting tributes. Of course. 
Yeah, like you do. Sure. Yeah. That's what I would do if That's I were another King. similarity is King Tut, King Superman. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, in both of them, Batman wears a special costume. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, Batman confronts Superman uh, in full-on Dark Knight Returns armor. Yep. It is... Pretty much dead on. Yeah. The uh, only difference is that it's got a bat emblem. Yeah. Which yeah. is awesome. Yeah. It makes it infinitely cooler. Uh, and also... Uh, whatever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so so Batman and, and Superman, uh, they V each other. They, they Whoa, what? I did. I missed that part of the episode. They, they versus each other. Okay, they versus each other. Okay, okay. I thought you were talking about some weird scissoring thing. I'm sure they did that later. They probably did that yeah. later. Yeah, totally into it. Yeah. <laughs> God bless them. It's like one of these days I'm gonna expose you to red kryptonite, and it's gonna make you love me. Because <laughs> you just never know. It's true. That's it's, what red kryptonite does. The effects are uh, uh, un. Unpredictable. Unpredictable. Thank you. Words failed me as I thought about how great this episode was. <laughs> so yeah, Batman, uh, Batman and Crypto uh, fight Superman. Yep. Uh, basically, just you know, we've got to keep him busy until the Red Kryptonite wears off. Yep. So what better way to do that than to uh, act as a human punching bag? It's what the armor's for. It is what the armor's for. Yeah. This this <laughs> fight goes. Uh, uh, poorly for Batman. Yeah. <laughs> As it should. As it should. Because yeah. he's Superman. Yeah. And he's a Superman who doesn't give a fuck anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. Uh, so yeah, Batman basically gets his ass handed to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only uh, advantage that he has is that uh, Crypto is on his side. Yeah. Yeah. And Crypto uh, gets in some really good licks. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good dog. Good dog. The best dog. <laughs> I love Crypto. He's pretty great. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, as Superman is about to kill Batman, well, uh, it was just uh, during the battle. Am I skipping important things? I'm no, sorry. just not important, but but just neat. Okay. Uh, during the battle, there there are a couple of freeze frames which are lifted pretty much directly from uh, the Dark Knight Returns. Uh huh. Uh, which are, are neat to see. Yeah, that yeah. was cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, so, uh, Batman is defeated at the hands of Superman. Like it should be. Absolutely. <clears throat> yeah. And, uh, Superman lifts him up by his head and, uh, begins to, uh, crush his skull. Yeah. Game of Thrones style. Sure. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but uh, there's a character who gets his head crushed on Game of Thrones. Okay. Spoiler? No, no, I didn't tell you who it was. Okay, then. I didn't tell you who did this, the crushing? Nope. You're also never going to watch it. Nope. <laughs> I've seen three episodes ever. You should... It's a good show. I watched the first two, and then I think I watched the season finale with my ex last oh, year. Gotcha. Yes. All right. <laughs> and only because she wanted to. Sure. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, as, as uh, Batman is about to get his head crushed by Superman... Uh, the clock strikes noon. Yep. Well, just before it strikes noon. Yeah. Uh, Batman mentioned something, uh, about, 
Superman's mom. does. <laughs> what would Ma Kent say? If she could see you now. Yep. If only he had said Martha. Ah! That would have stopped him before the Red Kryptonite wore off. Yep. <laughs> They'd have become even bester friends. That's right. Yep. Yeah. So um, many parallels. That movie's and the movie's so backwards. Because Batman is about to kill Superman, right? When Superman says that he has to save Martha. <laughs> when it should always be the other way around. Yes, it should. Oh, man. When that happened. Like, even before it happened, I was like, somebody mentioned Martha. <laughs> and he did. He did. Oh, <laughs> uh, but then conveniently, the clock strikes 12. Uh, and it is exactly 24 hours since uh, Superman was uh, infected by the Red Crypt. Yep. And he he realizes what has happened. Yeah. And, and lets Batman's skull go. <laughs> this time. This time, yeah. <laughs> Till he acts up again. But watch yourself, Counselor. <laughs> uh... So yeah, so Superman, uh, you know, he's he's shocked yep. by what's happened because because the only other person who knows about his weakness to red kryptonite is in prison. I wonder who that would be. I wonder who that would be too. Yeah. The perhaps it's the person that we saw stealing uh, unidentified minerals at the beginning of the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess those minerals have now been identified. I guess that they have. <laughs> Uh, yes, Lex Luthor is behind the whole thing. Yes. Uh, as he was in the film. Uh, it turns out that earlier, earlier they arrested one of his Lex bots. Yep. Like the film? Not like the film. Damn. I know, would have been great, right? <laughs> Literally fucking anything would have been better than what was in the movie. Uh, so yeah, they, they, uh, arrive at Lex Luthor's planetarium headquarters. I guess so. Yeah. With statues of Genghis Khan. Yep. And, and other famous world dictators. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't recognize any of the other ones. Yeah. They mostly only focus on Genghis Khan. Mostly, yeah. <laughs> uh, he, uh, Luthor blasts Superman in the, or Batman in the chest. Yep. Uh, effectively killing him. Sure. Because <laughs> he's just a guy. Because he's just a guy. Yeah. Uh, and then he uh, he brings out his latest weapon, uh, a kryptonite ring. Green kryptonite. Green kryptonite. Which which will just flat out kill Superman. Uh-huh. Uh, so Superman is, is on his knees. Uh, he, he has been bested. Uh, but then he, he stands up again and uh, grabs uh, Luther's hand that has mm-hmm. the ring and just... Fucking crushes it. Oh, yeah, he just breaks his hand completely. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, from his mangled fingers, mm-hmm. uh, pulls the kryptonite ring off of him and puts it in a lead box. Yeah. 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 What? <laughs> Shouldn't that ring be killing him? It should. But it turns out Batman and Superman have switched costumes. What? Those crazy guys. That's so smart. <laughs> 
Yes, yeah, so Batman is not dead, uh, because it's actually Superman. Yep. And, uh, and, and uh, they saved the day. Well, yeah, and it turns out that Batman is wearing a Superman mask mm-hmm. over his Batman mask. A perfect Superman mask. Yep. Uh, they're, they're able to throw each other's voices through ventriloquism. Yep. <laughs> specifically called out as super ventriloquism. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, show. Very much so. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah. I wish the movie had been like oh, this. Yeah. I really do. I wish at the end that they had switched costumes mm-hmm. while fighting Doomsday. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say, I wish that Superman hadn't died. Well, that too. Spoilers. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, at the, at the well, very... He'll be back as the villain in Justice League. I'm sure he will. I'm sure that he will. He's <laughs> he making both, it. He both died a hero and lived long enough to see himself become the villain. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the, the episode ends with uh, our heroes getting a parade. Yep. All is forgiven for Superman's 24-hour reign of terror. <laughs> well, yeah. I think when you're a citizen of Metropolis, that's just the kind of thing you expect every now and then. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh... Oh, the, the bridge is tied up in a knot again. Yeah. Uh, red kryptonite, probably? Yeah. yeah. Something happened. Yeah. Superman's being a dick again. I didn't see a giant turtle boy, so I'm assuming... Right. I mean, like, 80% of the time, he's great. Mm-hmm. Thank God for Superman. Yeah. But Jesus, that 20 other percent. Yeah. I just call him sick to work on those days. <laughs> It's just not worth it. <laughs> Head on down to Bibbo's and get wasted. <laughs> yep. Yeah. This was great. It was fantastic. I feel like this episode was a glimpse into uh, an alternate animated series that starred Superman. Yeah. I I would love to see an animated Superman series like this. Yeah. Yeah. There, there, there is a dearth of uh, animated Superman adventures out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, I love Batman. I, I can't deny that. But come, on. yeah, just give him a give him a little break. Yeah, we don't need another Batman cartoon now. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a new Justice League cartoon coming. Is I there? believe. Yeah. Oh. I think it's a Justice League action. Huh. I think is what it's going to be called. Alrighty. It'll be on Cartoon Network. Hmm. So, that could be good, I guess. Yeah. I'm gonna guess by, uh, recent uh, history, probably not. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. But, who knows? Who knows, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Uh. So, yeah. This one was great. It was. Fantastic. I'm I'm happy to see Superman in in, in one of these, so, uh, for the first time. Yeah. Uh, I I hope he makes at least one more uh, appearance before the series ends. Yeah, I don't remember if he does. I don't either. We'll find I, out. I think he does make at least one more. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. So, so, uh, look forward to that. Alright. Yeah, so, so technically we're into season three now. Yeah, technically the DVD's all <clears throat> screwed up. Yep. Uh, cause, yeah, cause this is still season two discs, but, uh, but, but, uh, the, the air dates, uh, call this, uh, the first episode of season three. Uh, so, but, uh, meh, whatever, who cares? Yeah, it doesn't matter. It does not. <laughs> it's all the same to the podcast <clears throat> listener. Exactly. 
just we used to do uh, breaks between seasons, uh, but but I guess we're not doing that anymore. So. Yeah, that's fine. It's fine. Right? Yeah. <laughs> There's only so much we can do extra. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. All right then. Well, uh, we'll be back next week. Indeed. Goodbye. <laughs>